In the words of Bob Marley, open your eyes, look within. Are you satisfied with the life you're living? Hi, everyone. This is episode 29. And this week, I'm going to be doing things a little bit differently. All week, I'm going to be talking about racism, inequality, and issues that Black people have been dealing with forever. If I could describe how I feel today, last week, I would just sum it up to tired. Um, I'm honestly exhausted. I'm tired. Um, but, you know, there's hope. Um, while I'm thrilled that so many white people are woke and are um, open to these conversations or speaking out, um, and want to make the changes, just remember that this change can begin and end with a hashtag or a graphic or posting a quote from Martin Luther King. This change is beyond that. It has to go beyond one or two posts on social media. It's not a one-day um, thing. Posting a black graphic and hashtag Black, black Lives Matter is very important. Don't get me wrong. But if you're just going to go back to your usual ways, that's not change. So if you are white and you're listening to this episode today, then this episode is for you. Um, I'm going to share 10 things that you can do to help the black community right now. I've gotten you know, different feedback saying, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to share. I don't know what's right. I don't know what's wrong. I'm going to help you and give you 10 things that you can do for us right now. Hi, friends. Welcome to my podcast. Let's talk about it. My name is Akeshi Akinshaya, party planner, event designer, business coach, author, and founder of Cash Events. And I am your host. Each week, I'm going to bring you conversations about life, business, events, lifestyle, weddings, and everything in between. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Let's dive in. Ali Ahmed says, it's a privilege to learn about racism instead of experiencing it your whole life. Before I jump into um, today's episode, I really want to take a second to share that I am completely moved by the show of support that's been happening this past week. There have been protests and everybody, you know, it was a huge mix. Um, we saw white, Latino, Asian, Black show up with their children. They made signs. They've been in the streets. They've been protesting. That is, is so refreshing to see that, um, you know, for, and this, this time feels different, by the way. It feels like, you know, people are actually listening and and people are fighting for change you know i i acknowledge that the whole world is not like that um but it doesn't mean we still can talk about it or we still can express how how hurt and 
deep this goes. You know, racism has been a problem forever and everyone just, we haven't talked about it enough. You know, um, I haven't talked about it enough. So I want to use my platform to discuss real um, and have real conversations, talk about real issues and not sugarcoat anything. Um, Sugarcoating hasn't worked. You know, the quiet movement hasn't worked. Um, You know, it's taken protests all over the country, all over the world to finally get the world to listen, you know, and, and yes, it's uncomfortable. Yes, it's awkward. But the truth is it's been uncomfortable for black people their entire lives. So can you, you know, can you even process that and imagine how much shit people go through every single day while you, you know, white white people enjoy white privilege. You don't even have to think about it. So it is a privilege to learn about racism versus experiencing it. Imagine that. Um, but I again, I want to say that it, it's just so refreshing to see that other race actually care because it's kind of felt like the opposite, you know, but to see white kids you know, white women, white men marching, sitting in the streets, making signs, being vocal and taking action. That's refreshing. But if you're one of those that are using this opportunity to, as a form of advertising, to grow your audience, to, um, you're fighting for something different. Um, I'm speaking to you in this episode, um, because I'm seeing that as well. I'm seeing two things. I'm seeing people that really want change and I'm seeing people that are just doing fluff. Like it's just not real. And, you know, that's where I ask that you take a second and look at your heart. Look deep inside your heart and see that you are part of the problem, that you are the problem that you are, you're not fighting for anything. So if, you know, you're just using this opportunity for social media gain or to grow your platform so you can look good, um, I ask you to take a different look and look at yourself and judge yourself for a second. For those that are posting with great intention, like I said, I appreciate the Instagram posts and quotes that have been shared on social media this past week. But my question to white people is this, what took you so long? What took you so long to see that racism is real? What took you so long to see that your black friends don't have the same privileges and advantages that you were born with? What took you so long to see that the people that you break bread with, that you sit with, that you work with are in pain and don't have equal rights as you? And what took you so long to see that you haven't done anything to fight for them? What took you so long? There's a long history of violence and racism against Black people. That is why there is an explosion of anger and frustration and tears and distress that you've seen all over social media. Enough is enough, right? Black people go through horrible experiences 
every single day. In upcoming podcasts this week, I'm going to be sharing, you're going to hear experiences from other people. Um, I've been, you know, I've had conversations with Black wedding professionals in the wedding industry. I'm in a wedding industry. And that conversation needs to be had. So you guys are going to hear about that in the upcoming episodes this week. We're going to be doing one episode every day this week. So Monday through Friday, I, you know, invite you to come back and listen to so you can learn and understand the pain, understand why there is protesting, understand why there's there's so much anger. But it's not just it's beyond anger. There is pain. That is an expression of pain that, you know, we've been trying to suppress for a long time. You know, it's amazing how people are shocked. You're shocked that people that don't have equal rights, that are afraid to leave their homes, that are terrified when they get pulled over, are angry. That's confusing to you. This is a the weight Black people of color carry every single day while you enjoy your white privilege. While you never stop for a second to look at the other person, the person that you probably hang out with or the person that you, you know, um, I don't know, spend time with, you know. Take a take take a walk in their shoes for just a second. Like, you know, this has been uncomfortable for some people for a week. Like I said, imagine being this uncomfortable your entire life. Um, racism has been in front of your face. It's not new. It's not all of a sudden. It's been there. I'm going to read a post by the Conscious Kid on Instagram that I saw, and it's about individual versus structural racism. The post says, racism is not limited to individual choices of bad people. It is structural and embedded into all aspects of society. This includes laws, dominant cultural norms, and our very own consciousness. The actions of Amy Cooper and police officers in Minneapolis occur within context and histories of power and privilege. While social and professional consequences for their individual behaviors are absolutely essential, we also need to understand how individual acts of racism are a reflection of systematic structural racism. Now, these hashtags, retweets, Facebook posts, Instagram posts are important, but Honestly, I'm afraid. I'm afraid that this is just another trend for some people. I'm afraid that some people just don't get it and probably never will. Um, But I'm also hopeful because, like I said, I'm seeing real, real action. I'm seeing white people stand up and and do the right thing. Um, And they're not looking for a pat on the back. They're just doing it because they want to do it. it's my hope that the show of solidarity and allyship isn't a one-week thing or a trend because that's that's going to do more harm than good. Also, people of color are not here to teach you everything, you know? Um, you have to do the research. You have to do the work. You have to be willing to do the work. 
So if you're like many others, um, wondering the right thing to do right now, I rounded up 10 things that you can do. So one, look inside your heart and dig deep. Ask yourself if you're part of the problem, whether it's intentional or not. Two, listen. Just listen. You don't need a, a defense. I just need you to listen. Just want to be heard. Three, don't make this about you. I'm seeing that a lot on social media. If you truly, truly understand the issue, you also understand that it's not about you. You're not the one in pain. So don't make it about you. It's just not the time. Four, check on your Black friends and colleagues. It's not a bad thing. As a matter of fact, complete silence makes me wonder because we've spent time together. If I'm talking to your friends now, your colleagues, you have lunch with them. You take, you know, you spend time with these people. So when there's an issue and you're completely silent, don't you think that's odd? So it's okay to send a text and say, hey, friend, I'm thinking about you. How are you feeling? I think that's okay. And I appreciate. So my white friends have reached out to me just sending love and we're open to having a discussion and really understanding. I've shared stories over the phone with my friends and um, they, they, they had no idea about or never really thought about because, you know, we patch up these wounds and we go about our day. So people, you know, they just never understood it. So I've just said, okay, let's have these conversations. So I'm having these conversations. And um, my friends are getting more educated about what really happens in, in our lives every single day. Um, four, stop saying, I don't see color. I, I just don't understand that. When you say, I don't see color, it means you're blind to what's in front of you. You should see color, but you should love and appreciate and respect color. Saying I don't see color is saying you don't see me. You don't see what's in front of you. How can you not see color? You should see color, um, but you should love and appreciate color. So please stop saying that. Number six, educate yourself. Read the books. Watch the movies. Listen to the stories process the stories, continue to do the work and continue to educate yourself. Don't read a book this week and go about your day and go about your business and go about your life. Make this part of your life and your routine to continue to understand racism and the reality of it. Um, I also think that, I mean, there's a lot of information online so um, I, I, I'm seeing a lot of posts on Facebook and Instagram asking, what books should I be reading? Again, it's not our job to educate you at this point. You know, um, Google is free. So if you do the research and you truly want to do the work, 
um, then you're going to find these resources. To be honest, there's a lot of organizations. There's a lot of information already out there. The work has been done for you. Um, and you don't have to announce it on social media. If you truly want change, um, you don't, you know, you don't need a like, you don't need a heart for doing the right thing. So educate yourself and do it for you. First of all, do it for the generation behind you. Do it for, for just doing the right thing. You don't need a pat on the back. You don't need a like, you don't need, you know, a good job for doing the right thing. Um, seven, stand up for what's right, even when it's offline. Challenge your friends when they make these racist jokes. Challenge your friends and your family members when they say something that makes you uncomfortable. Speak up for the Black community because in most of these instances, we're not there. These comments are made behind our backs. But you hear them and you may laugh or you may screenshot it and say, well, that was weird, but you've never challenged them. So how can we even begin to address and solve this problem if you've never challenged them? So speak up for us, challenge them. Um, Eight, be more inclusive, like, you know, be open to diversity. But first you have to learn. So we're not saying go find the next Black person and put them in your team or, you know, um, start sharing more diverse photos all of a sudden. Learn first. Let it, pro- let, little, let it sink in. Sit in that discomfort for a second so you can really understand it before you can start to solve the problem. Um, just again, I'm seeing things being done based for publicity. I'm seeing things being done for, so you don't look bad, but I care more about your heart, what's inside of your heart and what you truly feel and what you, and what you want, the change you want to see and how long you're actually interested in this problem. That's what I care about. Um, Nine is to be ready to do the work long term. It does no good if this is a one week, two thing, June, summer thing. But what about next summer? What about next fall? What about 2022? What about five years from now? Are you ready to do the work long term? Are you ready to fight the fight long term? Are you ready to keep challenging racism and keep challenging racist comments and keep fighting for, you know, it just equality. Are you ready to do the hard work? Are you ready to do the uncomfortable work? So if you're going to do it, you want to be ready to do this long-term. 10 is to just be authentic in your efforts. Um, No one is expecting you to go from zero to 100, but I think that every effort you make has to come from the heart. Um, Every effort that you make has to be authentic and not for publicity and to look good in front of everybody. It has to come from the heart and you have to be authentic. So those are my 10 things that you can start to do for the black community. Again, just to you know recap, 
If one week has been overwhelming and uncomfortable for you, imagine what it's like for people of color to live with racism and all the other issues that surround it every single day. I'm hope I'm hopeful that change will come and people will start to own their shit and are willing to do the work. Otherwise, what's the point? People of color are tired. And, you know, it's just time for change. Um, I'm going to leave you with this quote by Angela Davis that says, In a racist society, it's not enough to be non-racist. We must be anti-racist. So I hope this episode sheds a little bit of light to anyone that's confused or wondering what to do. I think this is a start. And I hope you guys tune in for the upcoming episodes as we talk about you know, have these hard discussions and uncomfortable discussions, but I say let's all get uncomfortable. Let's let's get awkward. Let's get uncomfortable because it's about damn time. If you love today's show, share with your friends and tag me on social media at Cash Events.